Welcome to Kundalini Yoga and Meditation Confessions, the daily podcast where I share my experiences with the technology. My name is Ananda Savitri Carr, and I'm a Kundalini Yoga and Meditation teacher in Dallas, Texas. So, the slippery slope is real, by the way. Some of us have been aware and watching the slippery slope of liberal ideology over I guess it's been like the last 10 years. I'm not going to go into details. You either know what I'm talking about or you don't. Lots of us have a hard time with that reality because we really didn't want that to be true, but it is. But I'm going to talk about a much more pleasant slippery slope. And that is the slippery slope of Kundalini and spiritual practice, making you a better person and making your life better. Here's what happened to me. I always knew I liked yoga. But I really liked practicing it on my own, where I could control everything about it. And it started out as just, I want to heal this one issue. So I bought a book and it had specific yoga poses in a sequence that you could do to fix this one issue. And I did that for a really long time, every day. And it was great. And I pretty much healed that issue. So then I was like, bored. Okay, I should do some other yogas. So I tried the hot yoga thing for a while. That was easy, fun. I was good at it, whatever. And then I went to a kundalini yoga class. And I hated it. I showed up wearing all black when everybody was wearing all white. So that was really embarrassing. And then also it was really, really hard. And it was a workshop. Like I didn't realize it was a kundalini yoga workshop. I just thought it was kundalini yoga. And it was a full moon. And they call it a workshop. So whatever. It ended up being a two-hour class where like 15 minutes of it was doing things with your legs in the air, and I couldn't walk well for like three days afterwards. Like, it was really, really bad. Also, it was like there was something sexual about it, which I now understand lots of kundalini yoga practices can have that vibe. I think Yogi Bhajan sort of designed some of the Kriyas to be pleasurable for him to teach and watch women perform. Um, So usually when I find those, it's like I'll be planning a class and I'll be like, oh, this Kriya looks fun. And then I'll do the Kriya and I'll be like, okay, I see what he was doing with this Kriya. I'm not going to teach that to my students. That's totally inappropriate. It's almost like I can see it through his eyes of like, how can I be creepy with my students? And so then I don't teach it. Uh, But this was one of those Kriyas. And so, of course, now I think that teacher is totally creepy, which there were a million things wrong with that teacher. But anyway, the point was, I really hated that workshop. And I didn't go back to Kundalini Yoga again, I think for like a year. Maybe it was six months. Anyway, it was a while. But in the meantime, having heightened my Kundalini like that, so many things started to shift. Like I reconnected with the most important person in my life and then I reconnected with my family and those two major points were like such big wins for me that it was only a little bit longer until I made it to my next Kundalini Yoga event, which was a workshop that I knew was going to be really hard. I was able to walk afterwards though. Um, And from there, it was just a slippery slope because I went to that eight-hour white tantric workshop in Phoenix, Arizona, and I never saw my party friends again. I had chosen to go out of town to this workshop instead of spend time with them, going out drinking, partying, dancing, but I never saw them again after that. 
So that was like a little bit of a slippery slope. I didn't intend to change my whole social life, but it just happened. And so, you know, I do Kundalini yoga. I practice it all the time. I eventually, I end up at teacher training, which for me, I was really like, I don't want to teach, not interested. I just want the knowledge so I can teach myself. I really enjoyed that I could watch Rama TV anywhere I went. That was like super wonderful that I could do it on my own schedule, blah, 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 all this stuff. However, I wanted to be able to do my own thing. I knew this stuff really worked. I didn't really understand why, but I knew I needed more information. And the books that I bought were not very helpful. So I knew I had to go and do the training. But I was also sort of like, "Mm, I'll see if I can make it work. I didn't really try very hard. But then I ended up getting it totally paid for. And it like perfectly fit with my schedule, like the plans I'd already made. And it was okay that I took time off work. Like it was, it was like, God was pushing me down a ski slope and I just had to stay standing up. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was a bit of a slippery slope just to even get all of that education with the Kundalini yoga. But then once I had that teacher training, it was balls to the walls. The game was on. The lights were flashing in my eyes. I was awake and I wanted more. And I just could not stop practicing. It was like an addiction really for, I guess the first three years, it was definitely through my first thousand days of practice that I was addicted. I did it every day. I did the same thing, the same practice. I did the same prayer practice, all of it within the Kundalini yoga system. And it completely changed my life. Turned things around 180 degrees in ways that I didn't want to change. Like I had worked really hard to cult this particular identity of myself around my wounds. Of course, it was all subconscious, but I worked really hard to make it happen so that it was like comfortable to be wounded, but make my life work. You know what I mean? So to suddenly find myself healed and needing to turn around and move the other direction in every area of my life, it was like pushing a boulder up a hill. But spiritually, it was like flying down a mountain 100 miles an hour on the most perfect powder you can imagine. It was totally a slippery slope. But then I hit a wall. I finished my first thousand days of that Kriya, which in Kundalini Yoga, we call that mastering it, which means I had also mastered a few other things as well. Okay, so there was Sat Kriya that I'd been doing every day. There was Essence of Self Kriya that I did every day. There was Japji that I did every day. The 29th Pari that I did every day. That's four different things that I mastered. That's kind of crazy to do all of that in like three years. It's a little over three years. I think it's like three and a half. Anyway, the point is it was like really easy to do all of that because I was obsessed It's like once you start feeling better, you can't stop. And it completely changed my life. I got my relationships figured out. I got my life turned in the right direction. And suddenly I found myself to be someone that I didn't recognize anymore, but I was really happy. So it's like I wanted to like this version of myself. I just had to get to know who she was and figure out what's going on. And that's when I hit the wall. That's where it was like, okay, I get the Kundalini, it works, but I suddenly then had no inspiration to try any other Kriyas, so I started just doing random ones. 
I found that I'd hit the wall with the spiritual practices. Like I just couldn't do it without rolling my eyes. Something about it was just, it didn't have the same magic to it anymore. And that's when I picked up a major world religion. I was like, you know what? I healed everything else. Maybe I should heal my relationship with the faith that I was born into. And, you know, I must have just been in an eye-rolling phase because I was rolling my eyes at myself about that too. And it started innocently enough. It started as, okay, I'll do an energy healing attunement with the Ascended Masters from the faith of my birth. And I did that. I did a few with one Ascended Master and I did one with another. And six months later, I was doing prayer practices in the faith of my birth. And that was pretty much it. I started going to classes to learn more about it because I knew some stuff, but I didn't know the full richness of it. It's funny how you can be in church every time the doors are open and still not quite get it all. And I told myself, it was just like with the Kundalini Yoga teacher training. It's so funny. I was like, oh, I don't want to do the whole shebang and start going to church. No, no, no. I'm just going to go to some classes and get some education and understand, you know, the energy healing to these masters that I'm connecting to. But of course, once I had a taste of that system, I had to go all the way, you know, like who doesn't want to go all the way? And so I did. And suddenly I found myself totally into this full system of religion that had traumatized me for so long, but I had healed most of the trauma. Now it just comes up as like a little bit of an itch or something. But I also had a full, full system in Kundalini Yoga and the two worked together. And oh my goodness, my life is so much better for it. I never would have believed that. And if you had told me that was what was going to happen to me, I would have laughed at you and I probably would have refused to do any of it. But oh, I'm so glad that I did it. 